1: and with that, good morning America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, T V TV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers here in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about I Hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here for Rotten to the Core Wednesday. We're going to get to that in just a moment, but if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, you'd like to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to Sunslibertymedia dot com. Scroll down right side of the page and you'll see where we're streaming live here. We've got a lot of stuff we're going to show you this morning. So if uh, you're, you're listening and you want to see this stuff for yourself. And of course, we'll have it in the archive uh, later at sons of liberty Media.com. But if you want to see it live here, you can do that. Otherwise, we narrate through everything. And, and so you're not going to miss, you're not really missing anything except the visual part. Uh, so <clears throat> if you'd like to do that, that's sons of liberty Media.com. Blow it up on your device and then uh, click on the platform. Um, we're streaming across several platforms, including a rumble page at sons of liberty radio live. Uh, before it's top of the page, DLive.tv at the Sons of Liberty, and then um, Twitch at Setting Fires, and also on Roku at Cutting Edge TV. So we appreciate all those outlets letting us have a voice, um, you know, in the midst of all that's going on. Even Facebook, for what little bit of, uh, you know, support we get from, from viewers coming in. And I know some of it, has, at least for my show, has something to do with being early, and that's fine. Uh, but I appreciate everybody who comes in. I don't care if I got 40 people or 100 or 200 or whatever we have, but I appreciate you guys always tuning in. Um, If you missed Bradley's show from yesterday, that's right above where we're streaming live. Click on that, and then this afternoon, I'll be filling in for Bradley. So, um, yeah. I'll be doing the morning show. Guy, I'll be doing the afternoon show. So, catch me at three PM. SonsOfLibertyMedia dot com. Also, sign up for our newsletter. No renting, selling, or spamming of your email. One email a day, including the morning show archive. And then, if you would like to help us do what we do, <clears throat> we never ask you for money. I've never sit here and said. In fact, I'm. I feel awkward even pointing this out, but. People say, "How can we support you guys? How can we do that?" Well, obviously, if you pray for us, that's a good thing. Um, if you get us out there on radio stations, if you, you know, share our articles off the site, any of that kind of stuff is very helpful to us. But then it costs money to do all that stuff too. It just does. And um, <clears throat> so, there's a donate button at to the top of sunslibertymedia.com. Click on that, and make a one-time donation. Or become a partner with us, a monthly partner as a son or daughter of Liberty, and uh, you can set that up. You get some goodies, the discounts, and the store and some other things like that. And then finally, our store is available. This week, we are highlighting the For the Children book. Again, if you're have, if you a person that thinks you have a right to make a choice in the issue of, of a pregnancy, which that choice is, let your baby live, okay, carry it to term, and deliver it, and either you care for that child, or give it up for adoption to somebody. You know, there there are other options besides murdering your baby. But if you're a person struggling with that, then you need to really see this book, For the Children. And if you've got friends that are pro-choice to murder their baby, I mean, let's just finish. We need to start controlling that narrative. Pro-choice to murder your baby, to dismember your baby, to behead your baby. Pick your thing there, but make it to where they see what's actually happening to the child. You can give this to them. It's a pocket-sized book. It fits in your back pocket. It's a little thick, but it's a uh, good quality. Um, it's normally ten dollars. You can get thirty percent off through Saturday night when you use the promo code "abolish abortion," all one word, "abolish abortion." At checkout, you get thirty percent off of these. Get one for yourself, some other people. I am too, Joy. I'm adopted as well, <laughs> and um, the. Uh, uh, you can share these with your representatives. Maybe you got some representatives, local, state, or even federal, that you might want to put this in the hands of. And, again, people say, hey, we're not going to hear you, la, 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 la. We don't want to hear what you say, so show it to their eyes. Okay, show it to them, because this is very graphic. It's going to show you exactly what it is. Now, this is Rotten to the Core Wednesday. And um, I, let me hit just a couple of things really quick, and then we're going to bring Lynn on. And she's got a lot for us. And I got three shows to do today because I got an interview with Dr. Curie Midday at 10. That's going to be airing tomorrow, Lord willing, at 6 a.m. So be tuned in for that. Um, just a couple of things. And I'm going to hit these real quick. This is the latest guy. And I saw one yesterday. I mean, I don't know these people, but they're fairly young. They're in their 40s. This guy's 41. Ricardo Flanagan. I don't know who he is. He's, a, But apparently he's some kind of celebrity. He's a rapper, or he was, a rapper, actor, and comedian whose credits include Shameless, insecure, and last comic standing. He dies at 41 after contracting the convids. Now, what do you think the odds are that this guy bought into the narrative and took his shot like a good little boy? I'll bet you he did. I'll bet you he took his shots. Here's something else. Put this out yesterday. Got a lady down in Texas, came across a charter bus in front of the hospital. She found out the nurse that was standing outside and all the nurses that were on board were there to replace all the nurses and doctors who left their jobs because they were being illegally mandated to take the shot. Here's the punchline. These nurses were from FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency. They were unvaxxed and they said, it is not mandatory for us, it is a... Choice. Well, wait a minute. I thought Joe Biden said he was going to send an executive order out and they were going to do that. And that falls under an executive branch, even though in this case it doesn't apply. He can't order federal employees, not legally anyway, to take this experimental shot. It's against federal law, state law, and the Nuremberg Code. But you really ought to listen to this lady's story. It's only about 15 minutes. That's at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Another thing is, came out yesterday... Multiple sources have confirmed that a injected pilot died in the air and they had the co-pilot had to make an emergency landing. The airline is covering it up along with, oh, several of these uh, instances. This came from uh, Dr. Jane Ruby. I mean, flights are being diverted due to vaxxed pilots suffering chest pains. Uh, Flight attendants are being found dead in their homes. Pilots are being found dead in their homes. Um, They get what she called breakthrough infections. One died, had had a breakthrough infection, and died from kidney failure after being put on remdesivir. That's another one of Fauci's little deal to do. Um, And then we had this one. Lynn sent this to me the other day. I mentioned this briefly yesterday. You know, they're so desperate. They say they've got the numbers. They say the majority of people have been, you know, vaxxed. But here's Louisiana over the weekend, and they – listen to what they offered. Want your record expunged, free food, and a chance to win a Visa gift card? Well, come on down, Johnny. Tell them what they've won for what they're getting here. Oh, well – Tim, they're going to get their records expunged. And if you've got a misdemeanor and it's five years old or more and you've completed your sentence, guess what? We'll expunge your record, give you free food and a Visa gift card. Uh, If you're a felon, don't worry. Hey, if 10 years have passed and you've completed your sentence, guess what? We've got the same thing for you. We're going to expunge your record. And this is what these guys are doing. It's criminals cleaning the slate for other criminals. These people are bribing them. Uh, Sarah Holliday James, Judge Donald R. Johnson, State Representative C. Denise Marcel. They're criminals. They're not supposed to be bribing the people, nor are they to be bribed. It's ridiculous. It really is. And then, uh, of course, yesterday, just so you know, uh, because we talk about education here, we had Amber Redman come back on the show. Again, you remember her from uh, the videos we played where she's got that... You know, I don't know Wile Coyote kind of gavel there. she gavel the the school board down when she's trying to read a letter that she had written, which the community supported and she wanted to be heard? So if you missed that, check that out. Now, with that said, I tried to get those real quick. Uh, it's it's Rotten to the Core Wednesday, and as always, we have the Common Core Diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Oh, and I just clicked on the wrong thing there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's okay. I guess we're we're. We're cooking with gases, as, as they say today. <laughs>
1: and you got, a, and you've got a lot to cover. So I apologize. I just want to get those oh, things really? in because they're brand new.
2: Yeah, that's that's absolutely fine. Well, for all those Trump worshippers, we're fixing to set you on your ear today because guess what? His family's back in the news. Do you want to tell him? Tell him why, Tim?
1: <laughs> oh, you know, it, it's the same old thing, and I. I It's like I told Bradley, I think dispensationalism is the hamstring for everything, and that ties with all of this stuff, because some people are smart enough to see certain things, but they're dumb enough to follow the guy who's leading it. So tell us what we got from Trump (laughs) this
2: week. Okay, well, we just passed the first year anniversary for the Abraham Accord, Mm. and if you don't know what that is, that was an agreement between the United States and Israel, to do all kinds of peaceful and cultural things, including ramping up science education, which if you'll remember, Trump did a fabulous job of sending out Betsy DeVos and his daughter Ivanka to be the science, technology, engineering, and math disciples who toured the nation. They even came to uh, to the town I live in for the Trade school to talk about how great STEM is, and we need STEM jobs for STEM economy so that we can have a greater global good. So, Jared and Ivanka, in relation to this year anniversary, have turned up in Israel and are carrying the banner for global peace.
1: Oh, isn't that sweet?
2: Isn't that sweet? Now, somebody's going to ask, how does this play into education? If you missed it through the science
1: and the technology. Yeah, well, and and just so people understand, see, this is part of the thing that I get. People come on at the end of the show and after we're already off and stuff, and then they start doing their Trump stuff. They they need to understand they've been played by Trump, just like they're played by Biden, just like they were played by Obama, Mm -hmm. just like they were played by Clinton and whoever else was before them, the Bushes and all that. And... That They're not seeing that they're advanced while they're telling them certain things that sound good to them. They love it that they're being told certain things. They're getting their ears tickled. But the reality of what they do is something completely different than what they're telling the people that they're doing.
2: Right. Absolutely. Well, you know, here's the funny thing. The more I've dug into this particular video that was shared with me, the more that I found uh, a big number of the former administrative personnel were on board with all this as well. So they are, while Biden's doing his little thing over here, we've got a former administration over here doing all this other stuff and what connects them COVID.
1: Okay. I'm not surprised at that.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you play the short little video? Uh, Now this is, this is a journalist who is in Jerusalem and I want you to listen to how she really struggles to even put a sentence together to try to give you this news, okay?
1: All right. Here she comes.
0: Yes, David, here in Jerusalem, we felt the excitement for this really all day long earlier at the King David Hotel. We had just there when the Kushners and Ivanka Trump had just arrived for this meeting. So now fast forward to the afternoon. We are here at Parliament and it really is a buzz with people getting ready for this Knesset caucus. The head of that delegation, as you just mentioned, who will be chairing this event, Ruth wasserman Lan, that Knesset member, she just walked through on her way. So they are due to begin shortly, but it's due to be the first event.
1: Whoa, 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 Did anybody else see that? Yeah. You whoa, saw it, didn't look you? at that. Uh-huh. There look is for, for our for our listeners, behind Jared Kushner, as he's at a podium, there's an American flag and then there's a red flag with a pentagram on it. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, yeah, it's a pentagram, but it doesn't have the circle around it. But you get the idea. Uh, of what's going on there. That uh, Anyway.
0: So to be the first event in Knesset really recognizing in full this new partnership between Israel and its new Arab countries that they form ties with. So one of the main things that they're doing is looking back at the progress that's been made over the past year of these accords to judge the situation how it is now and see if there's more that can be done perhaps on trade and tourism and more partnerships that can be formed within these existing partnerships but also looking to see what other countries beyond the existing ones can form relations. Israel can form relations with. So that's one task that they're going to begin looking at, beginning with this caucus here today. And we are seeing a number of those former U.S. officials who are here on the ground today to bring us that.
3: Now, Mary, this is all coming just ahead of Foreign Minister Yair Lapid's
1: trip to Washington this week. In the coming days, here uh, we believe that there's some connection here. What do we know about his visit in Washington? On top of this.
0: Yeah, so here in Jerusalem, we're really seeing the remnants of the former US administration. So that is Donald Trump's administration, a lot of those officials who were key in that partnership coming here in Jerusalem. But tomorrow, for the Israeli Foreign Minister Yair Lapid, as well as the UAE Foreign Minister Abdullah bin Zayed and Nayyan is also going to be in Washington DC. And they're gonna be having their own summit on the Abraham Accords to so again be looking at the same things that the Israeli Knesset is gonna begin looking at to see where have we been in this year since this accord has been signed and where is there still to go, what other countries perhaps can the US facilitate peace relationships with Israel and other Arab countries that perhaps also the UAE to get on board in trying to really foster and strengthen this accords.
1: And now uh, you mentioned uh, the uh, previous administration, White House administration, Ambassador David Friedman also has a new initiative.
0: Yes, he has launched his own, it's called the Friedman Center, after his own name. But this is also in partnership with Jared Kushner, who also has the, another organization, the Abraham Accords Peace Initiative. So there have been a number of different bodies coming out of this administration in the years that are following. They're saying that just because Trump is no longer the president doesn't mean that they want to stop working on this very important project. So the Friedman Center is opening here in Jerusalem, and we were seeing a number of former US officials also join, Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump, the former US Secretary. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is supposed to be at that event, as well as the former uh, Secretary of the Treasury, Stephen Mnuchin. So those, all those former officials are due to be here in Jerusalem, whether it's for the Knesset Caucus or for this gala and launching of this new initiative to really foster the Abraham Accords later this evening.
1: Thank you very much, Mary McAuliffe at the Knesset. Be- I, you know, I, I got a, I got a question here. Sure. What capacity are these people over there doing? Are, are they acting in the capacity as though they're representing the United States? They're not in office they're not, they're not in their places that they were before. Who gives authority for these guys to go over there I guess in the name of the United States to represent the people when they're not a, they're not a part they're not uh, elected they're not even the bureaucrats that, that were put in by the elected. What's going on here?
2: You know, it's agenda. It absolutely is. And when you've got a man who's got more money than sense, of course, he's going to be able to go freely travel where he wants to go and take all his old buddies with him and go and do this kind of stuff. But I want you to understand one thing that kept me, uh, the, the lady kept mentioning the UAE, United uh, Arab Empire. Uh, probably what was it last year? Maybe it was even two years ago. We did a show based on an article that I did, Tim, about the morality assessments that the UAE had um, tasked Act Inc. here in America to come up with to use in schools to morally assess through social and emotional learning. What the students there in the Arab countries were learning and were they learning uh, what was best for the country, not what was best for their family. And we said then watch and see that it's not coming to America too. And so, of course, with an agreement like this for all those partnerships that are supposed to go in with economy are gonna attach to education because they're gonna do it through the, um, the jobs and the economy angle as they have always done. And this did not start with Trump. Let me just say that it did not because in the links that will be in the archive, you will see it tag all the way back to Reagan.
1: Okay, now I just want to drop some information in here cuz people Shoot. were asking, is this flag more than the devil's flag thing? Check this out. It's the flag of Morocco. Oh, that is. Okay. Oh, and and let me read this, let me read this thing cuz I'm just I'm just now seeing it. Okay. And this is from Wikipedia, you know, you can call it for whatever you want to call it, but this is what they say. Right. The red background on the Moroccan flag represents hardiness, bravery, strength, and valor, while the green represents love, joy, peace, wisdom, peace, and hope. It also represents the color of Islam, and the pentagram represents the seal of Solomon. Hello, Freemasonry. The five branches also represent the pillars of Islam. So, if mm-hmm. you're if you're wondering what that was, I've never seen the flag of Morocco, and so I was a little taken aback when I caught it there. Just I went and looked it up because some people were asking. That's what it is.
2: Okay, good. I'm glad you did that because I was wondering. Okay, how yeah. in the world are we going <laughs> to find out? Yes. <laughs> Okay, so the reporter mentioned David Friedman, Mike Pompeo, and Steve Mnuchin. Okay, the very next link that I sent you in the email shows that all three of those people were together when Friedman's center opened, okay? Now, Friedman has ties all the way back to Reagan, as I, as I just said, but there it is. And if you haven't seen the Peace Accord, or the Abraham Accord. There it is from the State Department. And would you read uh, read that, Tim, for those who are listening?
1: Yeah. How far do you want me to read?
2: Uh, just give them a little bit of a flavor of it.
1: It says, we, uh, the undersigned, recognize the importance of maintaining and strengthening peace in the Middle East. That's why we use bombs and uh, armies and everything else to to maintain peace, right? Um, And around the world, based on mutual understanding and coexistence. Um, I thought some people were terrorists and some people were not. How how is that going on? As well as respect for human dignity and freedom, including religious freedom. Is that why there are so many war crimes that are going on? We encourage... I'm interjecting here, obviously, folks, tongue-in-cheek. We encourage... Efforts to promote interfaith and intercultural dialogue, to advance a culture of peace among the three Abrahamic religions and all humanity. Lynn, I, I, I got to stop right there. There's only one Abrahamic religion, folks. It's the Christian one. The Christian religion is the fulfillment of the promises made to Abraham. If you're stuck in Judaism, you're no longer under Abraham. Jesus told the 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 Pharisees of the day. You say that Abraham's your father, but your father's the devil, because if you were doing the works of your father, you would not be seeking to kill me, okay? Islam comes along several hundred years after Christ. They have no ties to Abraham nor the Abrahamic faith because the book of Galatians, read it when you get a minute or an hour, read it and listen to what Paul's saying. He's saying that only the people... Who have the faith of Abraham are the children of Abraham, and those people that ha- the faith he's talking about is they have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ that He's the promised seed that was promised to Abraham. So uh, I just I'm, I'm, that gets this is why this is such a problem and why I get my dander up for this. Okay, it goes on. We believe that the best way to address challenges is through cooperation and dialogue. Well, I believe that and that developing friendly relations among states advances the interest of lasting peace in the Middle East and around the world. We seek tolerance and respect for every person in order to make this world a place where we can enjoy a life of dignity and hope. Then why are we all the time moving in the opposite direction of that when these kinds of things go on? We sign pieces of paper as though that means something, and then go do whatever we're doing. We support science, art, medicine, and commerce to inspire humankind— maximize human potential, and bring nations closer together. We seek to end rad- radicalization and conflict to provide all children a better future. They want to end radicalization against things they don't like, but they want you to be radicalized about what they believe. That's the, that's the thing. We pursue a vision of peace, security, and prosperity in the Middle East and around the world. In this spirit, we warmly welcome and are encouraged by the progress already made in establishing diplomatic relations between Israel Israel. And its neighbors in the region under the principles of the Abraham Accords, we are encouraged by the, by the ongoing efforts to consolidate and expand such friendly relations based on shared interests and a shared commitment to a better future. Well, that's, it sounds kind of hokey to me, uh, like it's some form of new, new age, if you will. Uh, let's just all you, sing kumbaya but- and hold hands together.
2: Right. But you can't have a one world religion, Tim, if you don't start doing this kind of agreement yep. in the name of peace. Yep. And, you know, did you hear we're going to radicalize in the way that we want you to think, not the way that you need to think? Uh, we're going to use science and art. Uh, excuse me. Science, technology, engineering, the arts and math team is part of STEM. And if you'll remember, what's the root? The United Nations. Yep. Okay, so anyway, we have Friedman, Pompeo, Mnuchin. They are, in this particular article, this will show you how the center is being open to advance peace. And again, this is not going to be the kind of peace that we're shown in the Bible. This is going to be man's version of peace.
1: Yeah, man's version of peace is force. Yeah. It's always force. Yep, it's always force and our control. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So you have that article. Then you have Jared and Ivanka at this particular center, and you will be able to see them. And notice the point of of their headline is not peace. It's what?
1: Uh, are you talking about this one here, the Times of Israel? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah it what says, is
1: po- we'll bring thousands of Muslim tourists to Jerusalem.
2: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Because if you'll remember in the the, uh, supposed report that we got, this was all supposed to booster tourism and economy. This wasn't supposed to touch education, but yet there it was in the particular accord. All right. Now, uh, I was able to find that Friedman Center is a Florida-based nonprofit, but I could not find a website to save my soul. But I give you the link where you can find out that it is, in fact, a nonprofit, which means it's going to escape a lot of the uh, openness that we need to see what is exactly going on, which would lend itself to why we cannot find uh, a particular website. But notice if it's, it's it's a nonprofit, but it's also a corporation, which means, again, those sunshine laws we uh, or freedom of information requests, we won't be able to look into it. Okay. All right. Um I did find now. Here was interesting when I was looking for a website for Friedman Center to back up these Abraham Accords I did find in the Ronald Reagan Foundation uh, Center with the same name, the Center for uh, the the Center for Peace, and they also have a boot camp. Okay. Uh, you can also see from 2016. This, this will be in the archives as well. How Friedman and Reagan were buddies and that political association served Friedman all the way through being groomed enough to be picked by Trump to be an ambassador.
1: Interesting. The birds of a feather flock together here, don't they?
2: Absolutely. Now, if you look at the peace boot camp that uh, the Reagan Center has, you'll see that it's breeding them in social justice, which is part of what was in that Abraham Accord, although it didn't sound like it. Okay. so again, we're going to manipulate through social and emotional learning, which attacks our attitudes, values and beliefs. And here we're going to use higher education students to carry this out.
1: Yeah, it just amazes me. I mean, I just got to tell you, it amazes me that you establish a government and then that government st- sort of goes and it sets up by itself other little governments, for lack of a better term. They call them mm-hmm. nonprofits. They're, I mean, all of this stuff is, is ends up coming out of somebody being in office somewhere,
0: mm-hmm. uh, and
1: then they come out, and then, of course, we've seen with like Obamacare – Where they set up the community organization, if you will, through that whole legislation, that's quote unquote nonprofit, and it's funded, and it's not government, but it's government funded, it's government established. And then what they do is they get those people to start implementing their unconstitutional behavior because they say, well, wait a minute, that's a that's a private or that's a nonprofit or that's a private entity or this, that, and the other. And yes, the Constitution restricts us, but we put them out there. It's kind of like Joe Biden saying he can mandate vaccines or shots. Uh, when the Constitution doesn't give him any authority to, but he's going to put pressure on businesses with more than 100 people or something like that to Mm -hmm. get these shots. Well, he has no authority to be putting the pressure on them. And shame on every business out there, including hospitals, who who, who bow the knee to this stuff. They should tell him where he can go jump uh, and and go ahead and get him out of our hair right now. But they don't do that. They just submit to it, and they push it on the people like what we're seeing earlier in the show.
2: Right. Absolutely. Well, again... Remember, this accord is going to tie right back into the science, the technology Uh, by default. That's going to bring in the engineering, the math, the arts, the reading and the writing, which stream, which we've talked about how the Catholic Church is embracing that in their schools. So, again, we're seeing all this this global, uh, education come in and attack every educational choice. You know, you can find a uh, STEM, steam and stream resources out there for homeschoolers. So, but again, you cannot have a groomed society if you don't pickle the waters with what they want you to drink. Yep. Okay. All right. So of course all of this is going to tie back to, uh, the noahide laws and you know you can sit there and go well you know the noahide laws they're not that bad you know they've got noah in them and and all this other kind of stuff no the series of shows that you and i have done have proven these have nothing to do with noah or god's word these have everything to do with man-made pharisee and sadducee regulations okay so uh we have every president from reagan up to Biden and everybody in between who has carried the torch for America to abide by these Noahide laws, which we are seeing snuck into federal, state, and local legislation in the name of peace and kumbaya
1: ness. <laughs> now that's a new word. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna make my dad joke. That's what the kids call it. Uh, you know the fair. The difference between the Pharisees and the Sadducees was well, the Pharisees believed in the afterlife. The Sadducees did not believe in an afterlife, nor demons or angels and stuff, and so that's why they were sad. You see, just oh, want to throw that out there.
2: That's a good too Okay, <laughs> I don't, I can't follow that up. But anyway, um, if you, you know, you're going to sit here and say, oh, well, you know, Trump was this and Biden's that and blah blah blah. They're all the same because they're unibrow politics. They have united and right. the Noah Hyde, the Noahide laws are a main tool that has united both of these parties. But before we move on, Biden's words to the Jewish community, you gotta hear this. Oh my gosh. This was a transcript of a phone call that he made to a certain rabbi on the ushering in of the Jewish New Year that happened in September. Uh, Now, it's a long conversation, but in it, you're going to see where he's telling you, "Hey, I'm a Catholic, but I want to be a friend of the Jew." And oh, we're going to do all these great and fine and wonderful things together. And we support social justice, and we support, you know, saving in the name of COVID, and we support all these other things. Pick a spot and just read, Tim, so people can see how ludicrous this this conversation was. Oh,
1: um, the rising tide of hate, bigotry, and anti semitism under Donald Trump. <laughs> okay. After the resurgence of anti-Semitism in Charlottesville, uh, wh- what? I, I thought control. that I thought they were making that about race, not about yeah. Okay, That's so they, gun control. Yeah, I guess we've uh, the that got memory hold somewhere uh, down there with uh, Tiffany Dover somewhere. I don't know. Uh, and Trump's failure to clearly condemn it. Well, he did condemn it. I'll give him credit there. He condemned it every time he was asked. This is ridiculous. Joe Biden decided he had to run for president. The fight is for the soul of our nation. Well, wait a minute. Our nation is not Jewish. It is Christian. At least that's been the heritage.
2: But, but hang on. Have you not seen how since Trump or Biden got in, what they do is they finger point that it's the other party's fault?
1: Yep. Oh, I know. They, they blame each other. It's a WWE match. That's what it is. I, I know, and the I know. people I know. So get they, in on that instead of focusing on the fact that they're the tyrants and they're the ones yeah. breaking the law.
2: Absolutely. Well, keep going, because I want you to notice uh, he's going to bring up his bill back better. He's going to talk about all those children in poverty. Now, is this going to be not,
1: under this section that I'm on?
2: No, uh-uh, it's going to be further down. OK, how just, far down do just, I need
1: to go to get there?
2: I don't remember. I'm sorry. That's OK. I, I look so much stuff, but it's, it's there. OK, yeah, it let, is there. And don't take my word for it. Go read it yourself.
1: Yeah. And I, well, you know, there's something here I see. That okay, I, I so. uh there's a couple of things that I'm gonna yeah. uh, and a Biden and a, uh, a Biden administration will lead a comprehensive approach to battling anti Semitism that takes seriously both the violence that accompanies it and the hateful and dangerous lies that underlie it. Now wait a minute. If somebody's telling the truth about whether it's the Jewish faith or whether it is the, the nation state of Israel, the Antichrist state of Israel, that is protected in the free, under free speech. If you're lying about somebody or something, well, then, yeah, you should be prosecuted under that if you're lying about them. But uh, if, you're, if you're addressing something like we address here, then that should not be that. And Joe Biden will call hate by its proper name, whatever its source, like hate for America, Joe. Is that what you have, hate for America? Because I think that's what that is. Then he goes on and he says, Work for a domestic terrorism law that respects free speech. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. after you just got through saying this other stuff. Uh, and civil liberties, while making the same commitment to root out domestic terrorism as we have to to stopping international terrorism. Well, then get out of office, Joe. You'll be a big help in getting rid of domestic terrorism. All right. And treason as well. Biden will appoint leadership of the Department of Justice who will prioritize the prosecution of hate crimes. Every crime committed is committed out of hate for your neighbor or hate for God. Plain and simple. Every crime. There is no hate crime. All crime is hate. If you love your neighbors, you wouldn't be committing crime against them. Plain and simple. Let's just put it there. But look at what he says. Joe Biden's stalwart support for Israel and his commitment to protect Israel's security and strengthen our two nations' partnership is deeply personal and spans his entire career. Now, folks, you've been told that Democrats, they don't like Israel, and they don't want Israel, and blah, 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 blah. Nonsense. They're both advancing the same thing, and why, for the love of God, I don't understand why we stick our neck out for Israel, or even Muslim countries, or pick your country that we're funneling billions of dollars to every year. It makes absolutely no sense to me unless there's an agenda behind it. And Lynn, you're telling us part of that agenda here.
2: Absolutely. But think about the Doh Hide Laws. Okay. One of them is that you're you're gonna have to worship God, but it's not capital G O D, it's little G space D. Again, whose version of God, it's going to be their version. And that would be that the there is the status quo or the agenda behind this. So as far as this, this we're gonna, you know, cut down on hate crimes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because you're going to wipe out the people who are not conforming to what these particular laws state. So let's move on, because I want to go and show you in this particular phone conversation, he mentions a specific rabbi, Rabbi Beals, and I looked into Rabbi Beals, and he made a video for the Democratic National Convention that was played during the election, and I want folks to hear what this rabbi is saying, and that's in the video that uh, I in sent you. In
3: 2006, I led a shiva minion for an elderly woman, Sylvia Greenhouse, who had passed. The location was very humble, and I barely found the place. Towards the end of the service, the door opens up, and in walks Senator Joe Biden. I barely found the location for the service. I have no idea how Joe Biden found it. He said, this woman gave $18 to my campaign in 1972. 18 symbolizes life or chai, and she kept giving every six years until she could give no longer. Senator Biden was there to show respect to show kindness, to show gratitude. Was to sniff going. children, to there hug was women. There no aid there. The fact that Joe little Biden boys, showed girls. up to such a small, humble service, a shiva that nobody was going to know about and nobody was going to talk about ever again. Telling Except for you. That this is a man who cares about other people. He's oh, the he type cares. of person I want as my president. Oh, I want him as my
2: president. He loves to sniff children. The sniffer in chief. Mm. <laughs> well, as, as wonderful as that uh, moment was, <laughs> if you go ahead to the next link, <clears throat> this was the same rabbi leading discussions for BLM. And look at there, our role in social justice. Wow. If you look at the social justice agenda that is attached to the Noahide laws and brought down through the United Nations, it has nothing to do with the true social justice that is in the Bible.
1: Yeah, uh, it's it's um it's a it's an what was that old phrase? It's a something weave when we practice to deceive. You, you guys know uh, that
2: what thing. a what a web we weave yeah. when we practice to deceive. This is yep. what
1: this looks like because all these people get all mingled together over all this stuff. That's mm-hmm. that's that's undermining the foundations of who we are as a people here in the United States.
2: But if you look at the title that's attached to. That particular yeah, solidarity. image solidarity. Okay. Yep. that's not an American freedom term. Nope, it's what not. What is that? It's, what is
1: that? Yeah, well, it's I think it's a deception because we've had that mm-hmm. also in the COVID stuff. And yeah. they've talked about solidarity in that. they talked early on, I think they were talking about solidarity with the mask wearing and the social distancing. Well, we need solidarity. And then we need solidarity as they roll
2: out the shots. Yeah, that's communism. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, if you want to look at his synagogue. I give you the website for that, but I found that his particular synagogue is under the authority of the United Synagogue of conservative, conservative Judaism. Now, if you look at their partners, you're going to see a lot of Zionist groups. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. The social justice will continue. And again, it's not going to be what's rooted in the scripture It's going to be this. We have to be, uh a UN disciple for militant behavior?
1: Yeah, and uh, just to just to have a little clarification here.
2: Sure,
1: there is there are Jews who are not part of Zionism. There, there's I, I want to make sure there's a distinction there. There are right. some Jews who are not who are not Zionists. In fact, they're anti-Zionists. And then there mm-hmm. are some who are Zionists. Uh, mm-hmm. And and th- that's that mentality is really part of the problem here and the spiritual deception for people who embrace dispensationalism because they continue to look to the modern state of Israel as though it's uh, God's people, it's a fulfillment of Bible prophecy or some stuff like this, when it's really not. The people have never been repentant. They've not turned to the Lord Jesus. They just went into an area, and for people who don't know it, uh, it was Theodore Herzl who wanted to start a new Israel, and he was going to start Israel not in Jerusalem, In the Middle East, he was going to start it in Uganda, and it was a bunch of dispensationalist knuckleheads over here in the States who went over there. They dressed like Middle Eastern people. You know, they had the prayer shawls on their head and all this stuff like they were in the Middle East. And then they were telling him, no, 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 the Bible says, and they were promoting the Darbyism of the day, you you need to do this in Jerusalem. And so that's where they began to do that. And if you go back, it's interesting. You go back and you see the pictures. It's, I'm kind of blown away by it. The the Jews and the Muslims were actually friends at the time. And it was when the Zionists came in that all this division happened uh, between the, the, two, the two groups there, if you will.
2: Yeah. Well, when I was doing some research, I stumbled across a newsletter that was out of Florida, and it mentioned Rabbi Beals and the Zionists. But I did not include it in the archives because it was simply so hard to read that you and the the font was almost on top of each other and it was like okay i don't know if this is credible or not but one of the the caveats to that particular uh item and i'm sure we could probably research it and find some more credible information that's a little easier to read was the fact that this ties back into the technology for uh the covid vaccine
1: oh yeah i'm sure in fact it's kind of interesting that israel is the one promoting the um the Pfizer shot that was approved by our FDA, and then, for people who do not know, Israel has been trying to influence our FDA to push the shot out more. Uh, I've got an article on that. I'll put it in the archive, or I'll look it up now and just kind of briefly show it. Go ahead, Lynn.
2: Right. Okay. Um, Now, we know uh, Rebbe Schneerson, who is no longer with us, was key in helping foist the Noahide Laws onto uh, American soil through Carter and Reagan and and those presidents. You'll find in 2017, he he was mentioned in an article, and uh, I do not know how to pronounce this, but this was if you wanted to be a really good Jew and you really wanted to uh, practice your faith— It was something as simple as cheering at a parade, but Schneerson created this parade to go into communities to supposedly show how great and peaceful the Jewish nation is. But yet, if you look at what he he supported through the Noahide laws, you would understand what you're seeing and what he's what he's showing might. Look great, fun, and wonderful, but again, it's you got to get behind the showmanship. You have to get into the the research to find out exactly what those noah laws are. And in the archives, you will find every article and interview that you and I have done, Tim, to show just how toxic and terrible those Noah laws are.
1: Yeah, and I, I totally agree. And when we did a whole show on this, we'll have a link to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for people who are interested in that, in fact, we've done a couple of shows where we've linked them, but one where we really focused on that. This real yeah. quick was the, the article I was referencing. They're pushing the FDA to approve the booster shots for U.S. citizens, not for their own. And I have to ask the question, you people who support Israel, you, if you know this is a death shot, why is Israel influencing one of our unconstitutional agencies to approve boosters to give to your fellow Americans? What What's that all about? Anyway, Lan? Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's it. That's absolutely it. You'll also find in the archives, you're going to see all the archives that I have for the Lubavitch movement. You're going to see the Noahide laws. Uh, you'll see uh, the interview that you and I did on America's Rescue Plan that is um, tied to all this as well. And, of course, that came to us through our current administration.
1: Yep. Yep. There's no di- so, there's no real difference except how they talk. Yeah, that's, that's the only real difference there.
2: Absolutely. Well, you know that's everything that I have for today.
1: Well, we went through that. We went through that very quickly, and um, so let we did. We, so, so, here's the thing. Yeah. And I hadn't. I've seen some of the chat, so I didn't know if there were any questions. Uh, I guess the biggest question was what was that flag going on? We kind of covered that right from the start. Uh, yes. So I'm glad we got that all out of the way. But let's take a look at some of this uh with the with the since we have a few minutes for people who are not familiar with these Noahide laws, let's take these last seven and a half minutes and kind of cruise through those and if you can, you want to just kind of top these, just kind of hit them. Uh there's seven of them. And we talked about this this isn't biblical. It has nothing to do with Noah. In fact, all we have from Noah, uh, if we go back, I think it's Genesis chapter nine. Uh And let me just pull that up real quick just to make sure, but I'm pretty sure it is. Um, Yeah, Genesis chapter 9, and what we find there is God, this is after the flood, this is after they've they've landed and everything. He says this, And God blessed Noah and his sons, and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moveth upon the earth, and upon all the fishes of the sea— into your hand are they delivered. Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you, even as the green herb have I given you all things. So folks, even when we have Cade on and the on Saturday, we're not saying you can't eat meat or it's a sin to eat meat or any of that. Even the law allows for the eating of meat. Okay, so this is here in verse three. This is the first time they're told that. Otherwise, they were eating the other. They were eating the, uh, the the fruits and the vegetables and the things that came from the trees and the ground, okay? And then he says, But flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, you shall not eat. The blood is a very sacred thing. This is why we've pointed back to uh, what Moses said. The life of the flesh is in the blood, okay? And it is the blood that makes atonement for the soul, is what Scripture says. And so he says this, And surely... Your blood of your lives will I require at the hands of every beast will I require it? So God's going to judge the beasts if they kill a man, okay? And at the hand of man, he's going to judge men if they kill men or they murder men. Let's let's change the terminology. If they murder men. At the hands of every man's brother will I require the life of man. Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God... Made he man. And then he reiterates to Noah and his family what he gave to Adam and Eve at the beginning. And you be fruitful and multiply. Why? Because there's nobody else on the earth. This is not a localized flood, folks. Don't buy into the revisionists in this. There's plenty of evidence that we had a worldwide flood. Okay? Plenty. Just take your map that's laid out and see how the pieces used to fit together. Okay? That's one thing. And then you can find that, that fault line that runs down through the middle of the Atlantic Ocean that in, it indicates exactly what the Scriptures say when the, the waters sprang forth out of the earth. I mean, we're talking about some serious atomic kind of power from that water eruption. And then he says, And God speaking to Noah and to his sons with him, saying, And be, I behold, I establish my covenant with you, and with your seed after you, and with every living creature that is with you, of the fowl and the cattle, and of the beast of the earth with you, from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth, and I will establish my covenant with you. Neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood, neither shall there any more be a flood, to destroy the earth. And listen to this, because I think this is going to tie back in, Lynn, and you probably see it coming. And God said, this is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I do set my bow in the cloud and it shall be for a token of the covenant between me and the earth. And it shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow shall be seen in the cloud and I will remember my covenant He's saying there's a covenant between them, but who's the covenant keeper here? Is it Noah? Is he a part of that? No, this is a covenant like God made with Abraham in which mm-hmm. God put Abraham to sleep and he walked through the pieces of flesh because that's what covenant means, to, to pass between flesh. He walked between the flesh of the animals. Abraham's asleep. So the whole covenant that God gave concerning sending his son thousands or hundreds of years later, okay, to be the Savior of all mankind, that covenant was not dependent upon Abraham, wasn't dependent upon King David, wasn't dependent upon Solomon, wasn't dependent upon the prophets, wasn't dependent upon any of that. It was dependent upon God himself. And so when you see the rainbow in the sky, that is a covenant that God has made, and he is the one who keeps it, and God is not like a man that he should lie nor that he should repent. And what are they doing now, Lynn? What are they doing with the rainbow?
2: Yep, they've seasoned it.
1: Yeah, and they've they've put it right in line with some of this stuff here, haven't they?
2: Well, yeah, and again, because education is the way in which you groom a whole nation. And one of the things about the Lubavitch Jewish movement that is attached to this Noahide stuff is they are going to school groups around the nation and and saying, okay, this Noahide law is based out of the Ten Commandments or it's based out of the Bible. And no, it's not. Here, Here are the seven laws. Now, this is the pulmonitic Noahide laws. Number one, idolatry is forbidden. Man is commanded to believe in the one God alone and worship him only. Noahide two, incestuous and adulterous relations are forbidden. Number three, murder is forbidden. The life of the human being formed in God's image is sacred. Number four, cursing the name of God is forbidden. Besides honoring and respecting G-D, we learn from this priest, that our speech must be sanctified. Five, theft is forbidden. Six, eating the flesh of a living animal is forbidden. Number seven, mankind is commanded to establish courts of justice and a just social order to enforce the first six laws and enact any other useful law or custom. Now, you're going to hear those, oh, well, hey, wait a minute. Adulterous behavior, that was in the Bible. Incestuous behavior, that was talked about as well but here's the thing under the noahide system because these are rooted in man's evil design the
1: babylonian talmud
2: yeah it's only certain children are off limits the rest are their game.
1: Yeah, and they can actually, real quickly, they can actually take, uh, in some of the Talmud writings, they can actually take a young infant and have anal intercourse with them and still consider that child to be a virgin. I mean, it's demonic. It's disgusting. It's against everything the Bible teaches. Lynn, we got about 20 seconds here. Tell people oh, where they can okay. find out more about you and how they can support Okay.
2: You. All righty. If you want to find out more about me or or any of the things that we've talked about that are on the blog, it's CommonCoreDiva.com. I do have a donate button. So if you wish to financially bless my hard work and uh, outspokenness, then please do. If not, prayer support is actually needed uh, for all of us because we're, we're seeing all kinds of things happen right now.
1: Amen. Amen. Yeah, you guys support Lynn. She comes and gives her time free. I'll see you guys at 3 p.m., Lord willing. And uh, pray for me. I got another interview in between there. We'll air that tomorrow at 6 a.m. Eastern, Lord willing. Carrie Midday will be with us. See you then.